Welcome back to another episode of Baskin Rocks With us, your host, my name is Eugene Tay And with me is Lily Q, founder of Q Organics Which is the proud sponsor of this podcast Thank you for coming back, Lily And I hope you enjoyed the last two sessions you. Very much, thank you, Eugene <laughs> So for those of you who are listening to us on podcast You will not know the difference But for those of you watching this video on YouTube you will realize that we have swapped positions. And, At my request. And why is that so, Lily? Yeah, thanks to COVID and the mask. So, you know, every now and then, I will have one or two zits popping up on my face. You know, I can barely even see the zit. In fact, honestly, when I saw you, I thought it was like a beauty mole or something. Like Cindy Crawford's mole, <laughs> is it? Yes. You know, that's the thing as well, right? Like, why are we so critical of ourselves about things that others don't care about? I think it's that self-consciousness, you know, and also media, social, peer pressure, that stereotype beauty, that, that demand to have that flawless skin. I mean, if today is just podcasts, I don't care. Or even if I'm going to meet customers or mm. business meetings and all, I won't care. I won't put makeup. But, you know, when... It's going to be on camera. I think we should change back later. <laughs> sure. Well, let's go. Because I think truly like what you say, the Z is just like a freckle-sized kind of a small little dot. Nah, but you know that women are usually yeah, so more critical. Yeah. It's, 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 it's amazing, right? That uh, you know something as small as a Z that is not noticeable by anybody becomes such a big deal to us. Like We keep harping on that. And I can't imagine how it is like, especially for yourself, who is mm. in the beauty line. Yep. All the more there is this expectation of fulfilling what is considered by society beauty. And that's why today's topic is called I Hate Everything About Myself. And it is going out to all the people, women and men, who find flaws about themselves and find it very hard to let go. Hopefully, after listening to this podcast, you might find some nuggets of insight from Lily Q herself and myself talking about from a men's perspective on how to get beyond caring what other people talk to you about. And this comes from a place of self-love. That's right. <laughs> so three things I noticed, right? That would, that this, this is the main question that I always have in mind. Beauty. The definition of beauty. You know, from different cultures, some cultures, the fatter the woman, right? That's considered beauty. In some culture, stick thin, Kate Moss type of figure is beauty. And then beauties tend to uh, change over time. You know, you have... And sorry to yeah. add on, uh, and in some, in some culture, must have armpit hair. Oh, then it's considered beauty. <laughs> True. <laughs> I know which culture that is as well. Yeah, so then we have new beauty uh, uh, achievements to, 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 to aspire towards. Like I know I read some magazines, some online posts. We have people who you need to have a thigh gap. Have you heard of a thigh gap? Yeah, you mentioned to me before that I didn't. Yeah, like what beauty is considered if you put your legs together, you need to have a gap in between. Or you need to have this... this Collarbone? Collarbone, but it needs to be so sunken that a bird can drink water out of it. <laughs> and and in some, other, some other movement in some other era. So the idea of beauty has always been moving around, like a moving goalpost, which I can imagine to be very stressful for ladies out there who grow up having low self-esteem and trying right. to follow what beauty is out there, right. you're constantly chasing an endless cycle of never-ending achievements. That itself, I think media has uh, always been playing a part 
of propagating what is real beauty. And kudos to brands like Dove, right, who, who try to challenge the idea of what real beauty is mm. and real women is. Mm. Uh, but on that same on that same discussion, when we see fat women being displayed in media as real beauty, then this is where I come in as a man and say quite sincerely and very honestly and very candidly even that most men out there in today's generation would not agree that a plus-size woman is an ideal beauty. Right? Mm. So then again, we talk about men being uh, as guilty of perpetrating or propagating what beauty is. And when we talk about beauty in, within a relationship, a man and a woman is... A man is always going to be judged by his level of success and a woman is going to be judged by her level of beauty. So there's so many things involved in making what beauty is. And there's no doubt why we are all critical of ourselves today. But let's find out from you, Lily, from your perspective, what are the things that we can take, healthy steps forward to break this convention of self-loading and self-hate? I think for a start, right, uh, you need to love yourself. You need to have that inner conversation with yourself. Mm. Okay, so for for me, myself, um, I believe in building your inner beauty. Sure, I mean, you know, Q Organics, we take care of people's external beauty and all. But the external beauty can only take you so far, mm. right? But the inner beauty, if you build it, it can take you a marathon. It can... It can bring you... I mean, it, it can go the long haul. Mm. So, um, while taking care of the external beauty, you know, of course, you need to look neat, hygienic, presentable. I think that is that is to be responsible for yourself because, yeah. you know, we are responsible for our own actions. And to me, um, as long as you, you know, you, you are presentable, you have good skin, you're neat, you're clean, don't be an eyesore. I think that that kind of beauty is very natural. It's very long-lasting. Mm-hmm. So that's why uh, for us, right, for Q Organics, we always uh, advocate bare skin rocks. Because true beauty is not about how much makeup you put on. Mm. Then at the same time, you build your inner beauty. So I, I, I mean, you ask me what steps I use, right? Mm. So I will have that internal conversation with myself. Mm. And also, you know, um, I will be very mindful of not uh, being too sucked into uh, following that stereotype beauty. And I don't follow uh, a lot of people on Instagram. Ah. I, don't, I don't log into social media all the time. You know, Lily, I think that might actually be the first step to breaking out of this critical cycle. It's, it's very important because you see, Eugene, um, those accounts that I follow, right, mm. I make sure that they have a positive element in my life. Mm. You follow for the sake of following or just to be a uh, nosy poker, then I think uh, at the end of the day, you'll be sucked into a lot of unnecessary... You, you, you will build a lot of unnecessary and negative energy in yourself for example you're going to start comparing like how come that person has a better life than me Mm. how come her hair is more silky than me how come uh, her nose is sharper than mine you know yes you're going to be so critical of yourself that you're going to hate yourself oh you know this 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 is so true uh because people i know uh usually this happened to younger girls 
and especially when they're coming of age in their twenties, uh, they don't have the confidence in themselves, and they borrow uh, beauties and ideas from things that they see. And you're right, like they see on this Instagram post, which is obviously curated and filtered with nice lighting and everything. Mm. They say, "I like this person's nose. I like this person's lips." And they see another uh, Instagram. I like this person's life. So they're taking the best of ten different human beings and then expecting their life to be as perfect as a combination of all 10, which is never going to be possible. You're going to chase an impossible dream. But you know, on the other spectrum, uh, I know a lot of women in their late 30s or 40s, I don't know whether it's that uh, midlife crisis or what, Uh they start to act young. You know, they never put like fake eyelashes in their whole life before and then they start to put Mm. and then they start to go gym like three, four times a week, you know, to to have that, uh, what what do you call that, that muscle? The the deltoids. The cutting and and this and that, you know. So if you say that um, it applies to a lot of young ladies, uh, yeah, it's true. Mm. But on the other end of the pole, it applies to this group of ladies and they are people who... Follow others on Facebook, on, on Instagram. I have this colleague, he's mm. quite young, and then so uh, he said that, oh, I don't, you know, I stopped using Instagram. So we were quite surprised, right? We were like, hey, your era, you should be using Instagram. Mm. How come you're not using? So he said, I don't want to, why should I follow other people's life? I want to get my life together first. Mm. And I think that's very important because if you clutter your mind with so many other people's lives and of course on Instagram on Facebook on social media platforms people just portray their best yeah, yeah. and if you are going to not be able to know that or, or or thinking that their life is so perfect then you are going to suck at your own life then you are going to feel so miserable then, then you are going to be so critical of yourself and I think that the person who's also using filter and posting up the best version of their themselves on Instagram, I'm sure those people are also critical about themselves. Of course. Because everyone, to a certain degree, we, we care about how we look. Because how we look would then determine how far we go in society. For men, right, uh, I would say, and I speak on behalf of my people, that the only reason we look as well-kept as we are, clean-shaven, smell nice, wear nice shirt, you know, try to keep our, our tummy in check is for the one main purpose and one purpose only. What? To get sex. Because that is like the be all and end all of the male uh, agenda. It, how we are portrayed in life, why we are so successful, uh, how, how we carry ourselves is all about getting a right mate for ourselves. Mm. Right? And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have men who are unattached, who you know, obviously um, uh, not very eligible in that sense. And mm. they also have a certain look about them where universally everyone can agree they don't look very appealing. Mm-mm. But men generally have the I don't care attitude. Mm. And the men who care obviously take a lot of effort. Like your husband, for example, very mm. natural, right? He keeps himself... Yeah, he doesn't care. He, he, he can say he don't care because he already looks good. Already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, 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 think, I think like... Uh, like for me, like obviously I sit here and you, you have two zits on your head and I got like yeah. a scaly forehead if you can see on the screen. Yeah, sunburn. But I generally have my shortcomings that I'm critical about as well and not many people know and I'm going to share this with you. Okay. Because I usually share a lot of things on Bare Skin Rocks because I bear myself. <laughs> bear you know? yourself. Okay. When I was young, mm. 
and this followed me in my memory straw, right? I was taking a classroom photo and somebody said, Eugene, don't stand reverse. Oh, why? Because your nose is so big that it will block the whole photograph. And ever since that day, I was very critical about my nose. So you remember it until now? Yes, I even know his name. I even know which classroom photo we were taking. Why, well. you, you check him on Facebook? Yeah, I even know. <laughs> I even, he, he's, he's married with two kids anyway, by the way. Oh. So, so that's, that's how critical I am. And mm. the other thing that I am critical about myself, obviously my nose is fine now. I, I'm, yeah. I've, grown, I've grown accustomed to it. And the way I deal with my big nose is to make sure my rest of my face grow bigger to fit my nose. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. Uh, but over time, I'm, of course, I've got a bit of weight, right? Mm-mm. And my double chin is what I'm critical about. Ah. Yeah. So I, I'm quite aware of this. I even bought the, the chin strap thing and everything. It just doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Um, actually, I don't think yours is a double chin. I think more of the iPhone chin. <laughs> chin yeah, what? because like nowadays, a lot of people, they, you know, just lower their head to uh-huh. see the phone or, you know, they half lie on the bed and then you create that skin. Uh-huh. Yeah, so if you could put it up straight. I'm sure it will be gone. Does Q Organics have anything for saggy jowls? God, God. I, um, my husband is the therapist. He will just huh. do... Chick, 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 chick. That's it, right? No, <laughs> la. We, we have this treatment called the radio frequency where it tightens and it melts the fats here. Hey, no, yeah, it tightens the skin. I'm, 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 no, no, seriously. Yeah, radio frequency. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give it a try. Okay. Uh, okay, so, and, and this one, uh, I will be a customer, a paying customer for this one. And I wow. will give this a shot. Uh, so, if you guys are out there watching this video and you have, you are critical about your double chin like me, then we'll try this out. And, uh, well, right here on video, we are saying we're going to test this. So, you got to live up to this, promise. Promise, promise. honest. I, I don't believe everyone is like, not critical about themselves. Mm. Everyone is critical to some degree. What are you critical about? Okay, so since you share a childhood secret with me, right, mm. Eugene, I will also share one with you. La. I also never share anybody. I also like, you know, on this program, just bear it all. La. <laughs> you know, so my hair, I have natural curl. And then so, um, in my primary school, yeah. so uh, I have this nickname, you know, I don't know who started it. La. And they call me Sapu Lili. <laughs> yeah. So, initially, I don't know what is sapu. Yeah, you, you, do you know what it is now? Of course, after that, I know, right? So, it's like broom, you know? Yeah, so, you know, of course, when we are young and we have this natural curl and that time, we got reborn, right? No. Yeah, so, and we don't know what to do with it because, you know, our generation, we just... So, so then, um, I was... Of course, outwardly, I just laugh. La. I mean, what can you do? But then, I will, like, go back and think, hey, which part of my hand look like a broom, you know? Yeah, why do they say it's broom? Yeah, so that thing stuck with me. But uh, I don't know whether it's genetic or what, right? Mm. So even though I was very young, after that self-talk and in- internalize the thoughts and everything, yeah. right? Then I'm okay with it already. And I just live with it. And I just feel like, hey, I got natural curl, not bad. Well, no need to perm my hair. I don't know what you call that, the RQ spirit, you know? You always... Make good out of whatever situation. Make good out of any situation, any challenges. You wow. see the good side of it. So that is that has always been me. Lah. But I also believe that this one can be trained. If there's one tip that you guys are going to take away from this podcast, let this ne- next tip be the one that you take away. It's about self-talking, talking yourself out of a lot of negative head space. Yeah. Because I believe... Uh, that no one can talk you out of it except yourself. So, and, and always look for the positive 
angle in every situation. How do we do that, Lily? Because yeah. I, I'm going to ask the questions that people who are listening to this are just going to ask. Lily, is it for you to say you're very positive? Can you tell me specifically how to think positively when I can't even see positive? Okay, so you see, uh, of course, I am not positive all the time. Mm. I have my ups and downs, but mm. I always devout in books. I always feel, you know, from young, my parents who will always tell me in Chinese, Su zhong zi yu huang jing wu, that, that means there's gold in books, you see. Mm. So, like, during our time, we don't have internet, we don't have anything. So, library is my favorite place. Mm. And because... My parents always encourage us to read books, right? Yeah. So I always look for uh, books and I remember those books that helped me to have that positive mindset is autobiographies. Mm. I always like to read this kind of uh, books, you know, where people from wrecks to riches, mm. from nobody mm. to mm. success mm. and that journey, this and that. And yeah. whenever I read the books, right, I feel like, wow, if he's so tam and then he can become so successful, he can go against all odds and beat the odds and everything... So why can't I? Mm. So then I feel that this kind of thing can be trained. Mm. So and then it's very intentional. So whenever unhappy things happen or problems arise, I will tell myself, okay, instead of like, oh yeah, why the problem like that? I mean, of course, some sometimes I like, hey, how can I be making this kind of stupid decision mm. all this? But mm. when I go past that stage, right, then I'll be like, okay, what can I learn from it? Mm. There must be a reason this thing happened. Yeah. There must be positive anger. From this thing So yeah. like for example My natural curl hair right So yeah. it's like hey, Okay ma I no need to Perm my hair And later on I realised from my Straight hair friends That uh, actually Natural curl hair Very good Because we got Natural volume yeah. For them They got to curl And this and that And put junk All this The hair still They call it limpy hair yeah. Still go down yeah. yeah so You know You train yourself You got to train yourself Like what you say Eugene Nobody can can help you, you know, you, by training yourself, it's like by talking to yourself, by yeah. equipping, by filling your brain with, with good things. Speaking of that, now that uh, you, you mentioned about looking at the positive side of a situation that is painted for you negatively. In your case, Lily, you've been told that your hair is frizzy, uh, it's like a, a sapu lily, which is the <laughs> old group, you know, the, the, your grandmother will clean the house. Exactly. It's, very, it's like the coconut uh, vine sun, right? Right. It's very dry. Right. But you, instead of saying, oh, my hair is like a broom, my hair is like a broom, you can twist your, your, your thought into, hey, it's volume. People pay to perm hair. I got volume. Uh, talking about the nose thing and actually uh, how I overcome it, I've got to give props to this uh, lady called Pauline So. Okay. okay. She was the one who got me out of the, my critical uh, thoughts about my own nose. And she said to me, okay, this is the, the part where it's a bit adult. Huh? Mm. She said, hey, Eugene, having a big nose is good because when you go down on a girl, you can still use your nose to... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so it's very useful. So when she said that... Who is she? Uh, it was my very first girlfriend. Oh, your first girlfriend. Yeah, so, so I always remember that. I was very thankful for that one message because with that one message alone, it brought me out of being critical about see, my she nose. See, she see the positive in a negative, so what, a sim, something yeah, like a so negative so what, right? situation. So, yeah. so what is big? You're not going to change. You Being sad about a big nose is not going to change the nose. It's... The only thing that you can change is how you perceive. Yeah, your mindset. Yeah. Your mindset, yeah. That switch, once you find that switch, then you are not going to be critical about yourself. And now you take that method of switching from seeing the negative to seeing a positive into every part of your body. In this case, let's do an exercise. 
your right. zit. How can we switch it from oh, I have an ugly zit to something positive? Also, it's like a mole. No? In Chinese, you call meirunzi, like what you just said, lo, looks like Cindy Crawford's mm. mole. And, uh, and, and it's true. I mean, you can hardly see it. And if you, if you look at it, it's not like a pimple. Mm. It's just a, a black-brown mark which look like a mole. So obviously, there are certain things that is very hard to switch. Like my double chin from this hanging thing. No matter how you turn it positive, there's not going to be any positivity that comes of it. And in some areas like that, we are not saying... Can, can, can. You can, you can grow fatter. And match the rest <laughs> of my body. Yeah, yeah. Then it looks like part of the body. No more <laughs> double chin. One round face long. <laughs> and see, that's the other thing. The other, the other problem I have in society today is they take so much self-positivity about flaws that it becomes negative. Like if you are fat and obese, right? Obviously, we're not saying hate yourself, but we're saying do something about it if you can. So instead of saying, oh, I'm fat and therefore it's okay. I'm just going to eat more and love myself. For, 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 my, for my case, I would say that if there are certain things that you can do to change, then take that as a motivation. You, know, you don't have to double down on something that's negative and force it into positivity. Mm. Yeah. And then also over the years, right, I have learned, uh, Eugene, mm. you know, if you, how not to be so critical of yourself, it's to have that internal contentment and peace. I know I'm getting a bit zen here, wow. but okay, I'll give you an example. Okay. So, like, for example, you say your double chin, right? Mm. So, if I have a double chin, mm. then I'm like, oh, yeah, thank God I still got a chin, you know? There are people who don't have chin and wow. they cannot eat. I'm not kidding, right? <laughs> right? And, and there are people who, who has a hole in the neck because of certain operation and this day, they want double chin also don't have, you know? Wow. Yeah, so this is an example, but it is... It is true when you talk to yourself like that, uh, then you see past that double chin. Yeah, yeah. Then you are so happy that hey, at least I still got uh, not one chin but two yeah. chins, you know? Or you could <laughs> even think, right, all the problem I have on me is a double chin. I don't have a fat, flabby arm, I stay on my both hands, exactly. I have my hair. Exactly. Right? Because you're only going to find a problem with you. If not chin today, it could be receiving hairline. Not receiving hairline, it could be the way you... There's always going to be yeah. something you're not going to be happy about. Yeah. So why not? Why not have that contentment and focus mm. on the good things? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like you are always nitpicking at yourself. I mean, there are more serious world issues to handle, <laughs> to deal with, rather you know, as yeah. compared to a double chin You're or right. curly hair. You're right. Yeah. And this is the second tip that we have for you. Instead of focusing on the problem areas about yourself, learn to appreciate the other parts of you that are positive. Like for me, I would say you know my broad white shoulders would be something I really like or yep. my, my Asian features my big eyes so focus on the yeah. things that make you feel good rather and, than focus on and things. as for ladies right yeah. usually that belly fat right uh, the ladies will be very conscious so of course after giving birth to uh, to two girls um, I do have a little bit of belly fat so I mean a as conscious as I can be, of course, I'm sometimes a bit conscious, but I also tell myself that, hey, at least I got this layer of fats to protect my internal organs. Mm. You, do you know that fats is to protect our organs, to give us heat, to keep us warm? So that's why when I go Israel holiday with my whole entire uh, church uh, people, right? Mm. They are all like two, three jackets. Huh? And I can go out in just T-shirt and jeans. And they are all like, hey, 
Oh, how come? Uh? So, I, I mean, I attribute that to my belly fats. Lah. This is, well, some people will say like, this is like, a, you're just like deceiving yourself, you know. But actually, I see it as like, you are content. Content. You, yeah. you, you are happy. You are comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. You are comfortable at every different phase of your life. You don't need to compete. You know, life is not a competition. It's, it's, the only competition is you compete with yourself. yourself. How to better yourself. Yeah. So this is uh, ho- hopefully that you, know, you guys get to listen to what we have to share with you today and uh, realize that you are your own worst enemy. And frankly, it's all about having a mindset switch, looking at things or yourself in a vastly different way to feel better. Because there's always going to be something to hate and uh, it doesn't do you any favor. And that's why we always say here at this show, bare skin rocks. Because yeah. nothing about you or rather, everything about you is actually awesome. You just have to be able to see that about yourself. Exactly. So, you know, 2021 is coming to an end, right? Yeah. So, in the new year, I just want to maybe uh, remind remind the listeners out there that, you know, uh, give yourself a break. Stop criticizing yourself and start loving yourself. Yeah. If you can love yourself, It's simple, very easy to say, but it's not, it's not easy to do. Mm. Okay, I'll give you an example. Like... Um, if something happened, uh, definitely you will not tell your loved ones or your friends and like, hey, how can you be so stupid, right? But if you do something and it went wrong and then you will probably tell yourself like, hey, how can I be so stupid? And I'm guilty of that also. Yeah, so I'm going to stop telling myself that lah. Like, <laughs> instead of telling myself, say, hey, how can I be so stupid? How can I make this kind of stupid decision? Instead of that, right, I want to uh, move on and focus on Okay, so this happened. So what's mm. the solution? The lesson that I can learn and move on and acquire that wisdom from the situation so that I'll not repeat the same thing again. That's right. So if you found this podcast to be useful for you and it has saved you or pulled you out from being critical by yourself, please find us on Facebook, uh, on Bare Skin Rocks Facebook group. Share your experience with us. We want to know how this podcast has changed your life. Also for ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this podcast and you too are feeling insecure about certain body parts and you want to make some change, hey, before you do anything drastic, why don't you give Q Organics a call, talk to the therapies, find out how they can you know, offer any natural solutions for you because uh, Q Organics is all about natural beauty. So if you believe in the same values as Lily believe, well, do hit her up on QOrganics.com. Once again, this is another episode of Bare Skin Rocks where we talk about things that are crucial to people of our age, and I'm not going to mention that age, you know, and to give you a different insight and perspective to life. Bare Skin Rocks, this is the third episode. We'll see you guys again next week. All right, good night. Bye.